My name is Wenzel Endor. Welcome. This is the recorded audio version of uh, the second webinar on healing relationships. And to learn more about the next scheduled relationship webinars, the live ones, please go to lendoconsulting.com and uh, hopefully you'll be able to, to attend the live Zoom uh, webinars. But with that said, throughout the first webinar, I brought to the components that would help the attendees to answer the question, what are the quality of a healthy relationship? I also share my insights with them on the following. What causes the most damage on a romantic relationship? What exactly is a toxic romantic relationship? And the most typically seen behaviors we will find on a toxic relationship. I trust you had an opportunity to listen to the recorded audio of the first webinar. And if not, you're welcome to email me at Windsor at lendorconsulting.com to learn more how to have access to that link. But with that said, we still have a, a great deal more to go through when it comes to healing relationships. To help this process, I have four questions. The first one, what will it take for you to overcome the roadblocks that have deterred you from deeper relationships and cultivate greater love? This is a question that would dominate today's this series conversation. However, for the next webinars, we will look at what choices will you make that will allow you to slip free of the shackles of the past into a fresh space of creating freedom. As well, where you can foster infinite love, intimacy, and trust. And lastly, what is the key? What is the key to an enduring and alive relationship? Before we can move forward with this process of exploring the next steps on healing relationships, the next steps on cultivating greater love and relationships, I would like you to note, this process is not about transforming your current relationship overnight. However, it is certain you are committed to grow your love continuously, where you can become more interdirected, and most importantly, for you to experience successful romantic relationships. That is, I am hopeful. I am hopeful this process will inspire you, will motivate you to do the work that is required to eliminate the obstacles that are keeping you from experiencing your heart desires toward a close or romantic relationship. Hmm. Well, it is true as well. For majority of us, we live our lives in, in constant motions and at times 
it is so easy for us to forget that we have choices in what we do. See, when it comes to the result of making powerful life choices, my friend, I'm sure you want to establish the ideal standards and outcomes for how you want to experience greater love toward a romantic relationship. For it is a process that requires you to learn to trust again. It is also a call, a call to position yourself, to heal you, your, your committed relationship. Discover and cultivate radiant, joyful heart within you that is love, compassion, and joy. It is true, though. Many realities exist when it comes to the path to healing committed relationships. A must note, as an executive life coach, and for more than 20 years, I have successfully helped hundreds of singles and couples with the support they need to create new paths for their relationships and to journey to infinite love, intimacy, and trust for their, to this recording, I am certain I will inevitably use words that mean different things to different people. So my friend, to get the most out of the series, I suggest that you suspend as much as possible your personal interpretation of the words and concepts and stay open to how I define them in context by my explanation and by their own intuitive sense. It will also be helpful as you hear words or phrases that create feeling of resistance. Please make note of them as you maintain an open mind to acquire a distinct perspective on committed relationships healing. That to ensure the success of your experience here to the, to the series, you, also, you are also called to have a heartfelt commitment to your own personal discovery and a desire to unlock your full potential for experiencing harmony and fulfilling relationships. And lastly, you are called to be receptive and doing the work that is required to heal the wounded parts of you that often sabotage committed relationships. The question remains, my friend, what will it take for you to overcome the roadblocks that have detoured you from deeper relationships and where you can cultivate greater love? You see, I believe you will require the understanding of what forms or deforms your adult romantic relationship. And that will give you a better insight on how to best approach the answer for this question. That is, it has been proven from many studies that our early experience forms or deforms our adult relationships. And for these studies, I've also shown that as children, majority of individuals were so injured or disabled psychologically by neglect and habitation 
or abused that it may become more difficult for them to move with ease and grace on the dance floor of a committed relationship. And there are also individuals who are so abused, my friend. So abused and experiencing fulfilling or deeper relationships becomes a struggle. And as, as, as noted before, they forget that they also have choices. And I like to remind them that they, they do have choices. And the, the two of the primary choices they have are one, the truth, they, they have to have the desire to heal the wounded parts of them that often sabotage committed relationship. And two, to get the help they need to be true to what they claim to be their romantic relationships core values and the committed relationship they desire. See, in reference to core values, the question remains, the questions remain. What do you believe are your relationships' core values? And lastly, what do you value toward a romantic and a committed relationship? As you reflect on these questions, I would like to invite you to note that relationships' core values are the things that you need toward your romantic relationship, for they will allow you to experience meaningful love with soul caring, with compassion, with acceptance, with responsibility, with respect, with knowledge, with intimacy, and greater love or selfful love. Yes, those core values are personal. In short, they express the essence of who you truly are to out your committed relationship. Yes, yes, they are the things, the objects that will bring you true happiness. Yes, the object that will bring you reliable happiness, the type that rests deep down in your heart and soul. These core values do not support superficial kind of happiness, for they allow you to do the work that is required to overcome the roadblocks that have detoured you from deeper relationships, intimacy, greater love, and again, experiencing the type of happiness that rests deep down in your heart and soul. That is, they provide you meaning. They provide meaning in your romantic relationship as well. And they are those ideas that you have come to believe are either the first, the best things throughout your romantic relationship or the best things about your committed relationship. In conclusion, these core values are the why, the why you are in this romantic relationship, the reason for all of your actions within this committed relationship. My friend, take a look. What you value toward this romantic relationship might be different than what someone else values. And that does not make one person right or wrong. Again, they are personal. With that said, allow me to share 
my personal romantic and committed relationships core values. Please hear them. Hear them as a sample of what a set of romantic relationships core values can be. And for they are trust, intimacy, creative expression, forgiveness, conscious loving, soul caring, co-commitment, independence, emotional intelligence, connectedness, freedom, presence, spiritual essence, romance, comfort, faith, soulfulness, growth, being in a moment, fulfillment, and adventure. Yes, remember, there's only fulfilling relationship or toxic relationship. And from there, if you find a committed relationship that meets your core values, then you will have overcome the roadblocks that have detoured you from deeper relationships, from cultivating greater love. And now, yes, and now you are experiencing a, a fulfilling romantic relationship a romantic relationship that is valued. My friends, the question remains, why do people behave in toxic ways? And why do others put up with such behaviors within their romantic committed relationship? Why? Why? See, studies have shown that we are motivated and make decisions based on our core values. It, it has also been suggested that most individuals get into romantic relationships with their unconscious mind, meaning that if they are continually attracting a type they do not want, it is because they are in line with some of the unconscious values supported by a set of committed relationship limited beliefs. And they have been entranced by dramatic experiences of a counterfeit version of love. See, these limited beliefs are unconscious and they create relationship conflicts which limit the ability to be true to what they value on their romantic relationship. And they become more permeable to assumption, more permeable to worries, to anger, to mistrust, and more emotional poisons. My friend, you see, toxic individuals behave the way they do because at some level, they are unconscious of their core values. And they do not believe they are lovable. And oh, that anyone would really willingly want to meet their needs. You see, I, I often label those who stay in the environment of a toxic relationship as unconscious codependent. For it is true that unconscious codependency is a result of low self-esteem that, that can make it difficult to do the work that is required to experience deeper relationships, experiencing 
greater love and be receptive to the type of happiness that rests deep down in your heart and soul. Now do not, people stay with toxic individuals because they too are not being true to their core values. They too believe they are unlovable and they, no one will willingly meet their needs. Remember my friend, that it takes two individuals to have a toxic relationship. So this brings us to the following questions. One, what approach would you take on advising someone and meeting the challenges and confronting someone who consistently showing toxic behaviors? And lastly, if you are in a romantic relationship, have you had a chance to test its quality? If not, why not? If yes, what was your approach and were you successful? Before, before, before we tackle these questions, may I ask you, what have you noticed within your body and mind as you heard these questions? Or would you like me to repeat them? And, and I want you to pay attention to your, to your mind and body, okay? Now, question one, what approach would you take on advising someone and meeting the challenges and, confront, and confronting someone who consistently showing toxic behaviors? And if you are in a romantic relationship, have you had a chance to test, to test its quality? If not, why not? If yes, what was your approach and were you successful? Well, have you noticed anything within your body and within your mind as you heard these questions? My friend, I believe you must look equally hard at the individual who is the recipient of the toxic behavior. And then ask, why? Why does a, a functional adult, why does an adult choose to stay toward a relationship that will inevitably damage them emotionally? You see, a, a toxic relationship has mutated itself into something that has the potential, if not corrected, to be extremely harmful to a person's well-being. This relationship is not necessarily hopeless, though. However, it requires substantial and demanding work if it is to be changed into something healthy. Well, how do you go about testing the quality of your romantic relationship? And, they, and for you to determine whether it drains you or fuels you. Well, you may want to first write down the name of, of your partner and then ask yourself the following questions. One, am I able to be myself with this partner? Do I feel accepted by my partner? Is this person critical or judgmental of me? Does the relationship provide and even give and take exchange of energy? Do I feel a beat? 
and energized when I am around my partner or depleted and drained? Does this person shared or understand or aware of my core values? Is this person committed to our relationship? Can this person celebrate my success? And lastly, do I feel good about myself when I am with my partner? My friend, allow me to ask you this question. At least take a moment as I move forward to reflect on this question. What must you do if you recognize you are part of a toxic romantic relationship? What must you do? Hmm. Take a moment and think about that question. What must you do if you recognize you are part of a toxic romantic relationship? My friend, if you have recognized that you are part of a toxic romantic relationship, you must confront your partner about it. You must look for solutions, for it is the best way to fix it. Now, if the relationship cannot be fixed, I cannot emphasize too much how destructive a toxic relationship is. And if you are in such a relationship, please get help. Get help now, now. And this brings up to the question, what do you do if you are, what else can you do if you are in a toxic relationship? See, many of my coaching clients come to me with the hope that will give them a magical tool that will fix the toxic partner. Or at the very least for me to sympathize with them and agree how bad their partner is. My friend, I invite you to note, you cannot change your partner. You can't, you cannot change your partner. While there, there certainly are things an individual can do to attempt to transform the way a toxic partner behaves. Most of my clients are often hesitant to do them. Why? Because the, the feeling of the toxic partner may leave the relationship. And the interesting things about this, there's a paradox here. I'm sure you, you're aware of it. That is, if you want to improve your relationship with a toxic partner, you have to be willing to leave that relationship if nothing changes. If you are unwilling to do so, you have limited power available to you. Your toxic partner will know, regardless of what they do, you, will, you really will not leave. See, there's a good news here, the good news is that you can change yourself though, which may lead you to behave differently with your partner, resulting in your partner deciding to change his or her behavior. However, before you set by trying to fix your toxic romantic relationship, you need to acknowledge first that your relationship is potentially dangerous. By the way, 
I have listed the most typically seen behaviors throughout the, the first webinar. However, for here today, it is critical to, the, to identify why your relationship is toxic so you can set about fixing it. This is the acknowledging and identification process. And you have to take the next step, which is communication. That is, when you, once you have identified the nature, how your relationship is toxic, you need to confront, confront your partner about the toxic nature of the relationship. You see, your, your partner may not even realize just how toxic your relationship is. The important thing is that you make it known so that you are both aware of the state of the committed relationship. The question remains here, my friend. How do you confront your toxic partner who is constantly draining you mentally, physically, and spiritually? I highly recommend the following approach to romantic to a romantic relationship that can be healed from a toxic environment. One, you, want, you may want to make time to solidify your resolve to make the relationship work and look for better perspective on where your relationship is heading. You will also want to, to make sure your self-esteem and self-confidence are good enough for you to know that you will be all right if your partner ends the relationship with you or you end up having to end it with your partner. Two, you may want to adopt a zero tolerance policy when it comes to your relationship with clear standards. For these will give you both the, the boundaries under which your romantic relationship can continue. Three, you must hold yourself to the same standards as you hold your partner, for this will help foster better behavior and begin better habits within your relationship. And lastly, you must make time to reflect about your relationship's core values and what you want from the, from the romantic relationship. There you, can, you may want to get the tools you need to remove the obstacles that could be blocking your way to setting boundaries in your life. So now you're ready. You're ready to confront your toxic partner. You, now you may, want, you may want to use specific words and techniques that are graceful, but firmly. And the following steps may apply. One, you must set the stage by identifying the toxic behaviors to your, to your partner. For example, you may want to say to, say to your partner, there. In an effort to honor our relationship, I need to tell you the truth. When you criticize me, I feel drained. I feel upset. I would like to ask you to stop doing that so we can move closer instead of further apart. Are you willing to do that? Two, let the partner know as well, this behavior is no longer acceptable. You may want to suggest alternative behaviors that will work better. Three, you must articulate 
your core values, as you show consistency in your actions. And know that a toxic relationship is a dysfunctional one. And, and lastly, you must begin to set personal boundaries by making yourself a priority and believing you deserve to be treated with courtesy, compassion, affection, appreciation, and respect toward this relationship. Or you will not continue with this. My friend, if you feel your own resistance to focusing on yourself, I want you to remember something here. When you put yourself first, you are then fully available to others without resentment, without anger. See, the goal here is not, it's not about dissolving the relationship. It is to set boundaries with this person. Remember, when confronting a toxic partner, you can expect that person will actually escalate their controlling behaviors. My friend, if you are experiencing a toxic relationship and you're having trouble or you are reluctant to effectively confront your partner's behavior, please seek help, please. Or you might well profit from investing in a coaching program that will provide you the support you need to, one, develop the self-esteem and the self-confidence you need to live without a toxic partner. Two, overcome the roadblocks that have detoured you from deeper relationships. And three, gain a clear understanding of your unique healthy relationship values where you can cultivate greater love and experiencing a fulfilling romantic relationship. My friend, it is a notable, I have a notable, notable exception. I say again, I do have a notable exception. That is, I believe strongly in a zero tolerance policy for physical abuse. No matter how apologetic your partner is, if you have been physically abused, you must separate from them immediately. If they, if they then seek appropriate help and you have reasonable confidence they will not physically abuse you again, you may consider whether or not you want to return to the romantic relationship. I trust you are fully aware committed relationships challenges challenge us. Yes, committed relationships challenge us. Why? Because they take us deep, yes, deep into thoughts, deep into feelings and experiences we have surprised for a lifetime. And when we can get to the point where we can think, I see now, I do not have to blame my parents or old relationships quite so much. Now I can receive greater love. I can have and be enough. Only these individuals whose journey have progressed to that point can overcome the roadblocks that have detoured them from deeper relationships where they can cultivate greater love. My friend, there's a popular expression throughout the relationship healing community that the body expresses what the mind represses. 
This is why you are called, my friend. You are called to heal your romantic relationship by doing something radically different, something that will allow you both individuals throughout your romantic relationship to cultivate greater love. How? By feeling connected, by doing the work where you can feel connected to your own individual spiritual essence, your authentic self and all the difficulties of daily living. By doing the work where you, you can feel connected on a spiritual level, both in times of stress as well as in times of joy and abundance. Where you could do the work that you can grow creatively as independent individuals at the same time that you grow closer together intimacy. The work that I will allow you to feel in an abundant flow of creative energy because other of you do not squander the relationship and conflicts that are never resolved. Yes, there you can learn to love so generously and wisely that your romantic relationship becomes sacred treasure to you both and inspiration to others. You also must make significant choices, my friend. By one, opening, opening your mind and heart to discover your own truth, your own worth. Two, making more responsible, loving choices to the foundation of greater love. And lastly, looking within yourself, my friend. Deep, yes, deep within you is your truth. Yes, your truth, your core values. Yes, your love story. For these choices will require you to drop the weight of useless ready-made roles and routine which set the frame of your possibilities for you to trust again, for you to love again. So in reference to trust, I want you to note something here. You see, without consistency, there is no trust. Without trust, there is no internal truth. And without internal truth, there is no greater love. My friend, it has come to my attention, cultivating greater love always involves, involves a choice in creating and keeping a romantic relationship that requires opening up and sharing honestly everything that is important. Yes, you know why? Each day of your life, each day, effectively mentally, I want you to take a look at this. Each day of your life, it offers you an opportunity to learn more than you knew the day before. For each moment offers you a choice. For I am convinced that unless you are ready to seriously consider what you mean by love, unless you are willing to become more inner-directed, unless you are willing to listen to your inner reality, unless you are willing to love responsibly, unless you are willing to love yourself, the ticket to grow your love continuously, unless you, unless you are willing to commit to overcome the roadblocks that have detoured you from deeper relationship, yes, cultiv cultivating greater love cannot happen. My friends, within the next 48 hours, I would like to invite you to reflect on the following questions. Yes, I would like you to, to reflect. Take a moment within the next 48 hours to reflect on these questions. 
One, why would you want to overcome the roadblocks that have detoured you from deeper relationship and where you can cultivate greater love? What forms or deforms your adult romantic relationship? When would you choose to be true to your romantic relationship core values? And lastly, if you are in a toxic relationship, what will it take for you to confront your partner who constantly showing toxic behaviors? You're welcome to, to, to email me your thoughts, your question regarding this process of healing relationship, where you can overcome the roadblocks that have detoured you from deeper relationship and cultivating greater love. Yes, you can email me at winzo at lindoconsulting.com. So thank you for listening. For now, let nothing, nothing darken the way. Listen, listen to your inner reality. Commit to do the work that will position you to cultivate greater love, seek to let go of the past and experience a healthy romantic relationship. Yes. And lastly, for you to be receptive to conscious loving. You know why? Because the romantic, healthy relationship you desire awaits. Namaste. Hope to see you on April 17 in Zoom. Take care. Bye-bye.